Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Josh Unruh. And a new card game is coming out soon based around food known as Chuhaskaria, a cutthroat game of gluttony. I love that name. Here to talk about it are the game designers from Absurdist Productions. We've got David Thomas, Ellie Jang, and Will Thompson. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, it's great to Thank be you. here. Hi. Now, uh, let's start with David. David, uh, we're just going to go around the corner. Which, what do you do? What, did you, what was your part in this? Uh, I was the primary designer on the game, had the initial idea, and made all the rules and everything. So. Let's Ellie? take a step back. Hold uh, on, right quick. I have a quick. I have a question. Can I ask questions as we go sure. between them? So it was your idea to create a card game around stuffing yourself full of meat. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> there, well, a, Devin and Nikki are clearly not paying attention, as that was a prime opportunity <laughs> for. That's what she said. Jokes, which, by the way, are going yuffy. to come up a lot. You can't help it with that's this game. That's what she said in this game. See, I can't. <laughs> and, there's a great. We're going to go back to the story. So, I, know, so I love the story about David. Well, I want to. I want to go around. Did you have first. this idea in a barbecue place? Like, were you were you at dinner and decided? Yes. Guys. The, the, there's there's a whole story in. Yeah, oh, we'll, excellent. We'll, we'll get back yeah. to that. Yeah. All right, we'll great. Ellie, tell us what you did. Um, so I was the illustrator for the game, yeah. and. Yeah, oddly enough, I don't eat red meat, so this was a little bit interesting, but uh, yeah, that's what your, I do. Your I'm... Google image searches were weird. There's a story about that, too. <laughs> Will, what did you do? So um, with this particular game, I, I've helped play test and help refine the rules and um, just kind of helping get the business set up and do all the organizing for the Kickstarter and uh, just generally, you know, helping to encourage Dave. Um, I've got a couple other games that I'm working on that we're planning on working on after this, too. Well, this is a fun game. We did actually spend 25 minutes mm -hmm. playing this game. There were six of us total playing the game, and it's really a, a lot of fun. It's, it's I, very fast. It's very fun. Josh, what did you think of this as you played? I'm First of all, I'm hungry. Yes, I know. <laughs> it yes. has that effect. <laughs> but, but since I've eaten in one of these places, and it was a – I mean, it was very delicious while I was there and then was an ongoing poor life decision <laughs> afterward, I uh, – I'm in a I'm in a tough spot as far as my appetite goes, but the game is super fun. Like it's definitely um, very fast paced, and uh, I'm gonna get you. No, I'm gonna get you. I mean, I think at one point because of reaction cards and stopping people's actions, we were stopping the stop that she stopped yeah. with her stop. You know, <laughs> at one point and. It, it, yeah, good times. And I, the, the whole idea is behind is based. If you've ever eaten at a Brazilian restaurant, you have basically the waiter instead of it's kind of like a, a sit at your table buffet. The the waiter comes by if you've got a, a green card up that means you want more food. The waiter will actually bring you food, and they'll, they'll sometimes have a selection of different foods that uh, like almost sometimes like a menu. Sometimes you'll say you want picked to certain things, and they can bring you food. It kind of depends. It's also top, top, tapia, I think, is another name for this kind of Tapas. food. Tapas, yeah, yeah. similar. Um, which I just, it, yes, you're right. If you go, you you eat bad food. It's designed. I mean, it for that was way. delicious. Yeah, it's absolutely delicious food, and there's 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 so many different types of, of of meat and so many different things. And one of the coolest things is they bring it out on a, a sword. Yeah, it's basically yeah. a sword of meat that they shave off little pieces of, and you grab it with some tongs and put it on your plate. So it's a whole experience. No, the experience yeah. is fa is fantastic. Yes. The post experience. I found oh, it yes. less so. It's the having to realize that you've eaten so much it, food. It, it is a eat until you hate yourself moment. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, what did you ladies think of it, the game? Well, I've played it 
a few times. Mm -hmm. Yes, you played it over um, Luton XP. Michael has ruined my winning streak. Thank you, Michael. That's right. I, I actually won for the first time. Of course, I'd played it at when we went to the Super BitCon after party yeah. at uh, the main event, which yeah. was a lot of fun. So I guess this year was actually the before party now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, yes, it was oh, actually the, the entire started. party. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so when you created this, you were actually at a restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, uh, this was... The after the last day of the PAX South convention in San Antonio in was it 2015? The first uh, one they yeah, had. Yeah, 2015. So the the convention was over. We're all excited and worn out. We're like, we want to celebrate. So we went. We found one of these restaurants. Uh, it was Texas Day Brazil. Texas Day Brazil. Yeah. Down in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So okay, we're gonna go here. You know, it's like forty five dollars a person. So we're like, okay, we're we're gonna get all our money's worth. We well, walk in and there's this massive salad bar, just. The salad bar could be a restaurant on its own. And yeah. it's kind of right through the door, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's right there. It's right there. And they've got, Suckers. you know, this, like, <laughs> like lobster bisque, and there's, like, sushi out there, and there's, like, just, yeah, it's just the most fantastic salad bar it's you've amazing. ever seen. And Very so, tempting. And so you walk by that, and you sit down, and they you know, like bring out your, you know, it's like, you know, they bring out your plates and everything, and they're, like, get your drink order, and they're like, okay, you know, feel free to enjoy our salad bar. And you sit there, and they wait about 10 to 15 minutes before they start bringing out the meat to give you time to go fall for the trap. they don't want you to eat all our meat. Yeah, the trap that is the salad bar. And, you know, we're all, we're sitting there, there's like eight of us. So we're eating, and the meat starts coming out, and, you know, you get the feet, the first, the chicken comes out, it's like, oh, that's so good. And then the filet mignon comes out, and it's like, why did I get the chicken? That's so good. And why did I bother with a salad bar? And then we started drinking whiskey. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, you know, yeah. watching as... Everybody's like flipping each other's tokens over to try to wave the waiters off or try to get them to bring more. And then there's like literally plates getting swapped when yeah, people aren't people looking. Yeah, are people stealing food off of each and other's so, plates. Because, you know, yeah. we're, we're just a whole bunch of friends that have had this amazing weekend. And I'm, I'm just sitting there drinking a... Too much energy, too much booze, and, too yeah. much meat. Right, and I'm just sitting there watching this going, this is... I can make a game out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, at first, I'm, you know, we left the con, you know, drove home, and I'm like, ah, you know, that's going to go away. And then a week later... Just okay. I need to do something with this, and I made the first version, and now you know about you know a little over two years later, it's we have a you know full, box, full package, color prototype ready box. To go. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Now, and I understand the artwork originally was not all that wonderful, and so that's why we we brought in Ellie, correct? Uh, well, uh, we originally I didn't like I didn't know I had no plans for Kickstarter originally. I was like, this is just a thing for my friends. I was going right. to get some very basic artwork, and it was you know nothing. So when Ellie when we brought Ellie on. It was just text. Like I had some, I had, I had ideas, but it was just a prototype printed on my computer with text. There was no art yet. The Zorg version of Chuhaskaria. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, you wander into a clearing <laughs> That's right, and yeah. find a Texas Duprasil. Yes, but uh, got you know talked to Ellie, got her to play the game. She enjoyed it. Talked her into you know doing the art and. Ellie, tell us about what you what how how you went about doing this. I want to hear this crazy story about yeah. your Google image search history. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, um, so uh, we had been working on educational game development for about a year when uh, Dave approached. Yeah, we me. used to work together. Yeah, mm -hmm. we we all used to work together, and then um, I was going back to school, so I had been working with him for a year. Uh, Dave approached me on my very last day, uh, and told me that he was planning he was planning on making this game, and I thought it was a little bit. Eccentric. I was kind of. I didn't believe that there was a game you could do a meat game. Well, especially as a as a person who does not eat meat yourself, you were True. probably like, "What the hell kind of restaurant?" True. Uh, very, very occasionally. So I thought, yeah, I was kind of confused. But um, he gave me he gave me a print and play, and I was playing it with friends, and I I got sold on it 
immediately. So and to tell a vegetarian uh, that salads and bread are worth negative points. <laughs> 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 gotta be. Listen, nobody knows that better than vegetarians. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> There's a trade-off. It's hey, I, 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 I can acknowledge my flaws, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the process was very loose. It was very iterative. Um, Dave and uh, Will both gave me like a lot of freedom. They, they were very supportive of me making my own creative um, direction, direction mm-hmm. choices, sort of. So um, I sort of had to turn to bistro and barbecue, like upscale barbecue styles yeah, yeah. of um, marketing to figure out what would fit the game well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the art that ended up in the game was based off a lot of like searches for like food porn and it worked out really Except really well like, but i want to see your menu <laughs> like i need to see the layout guys not the pictures of the food we don't know what you're talking about i don't <laughs> understand right but the the food search story which uh i'm eternally embarrassed about but everyone seems to think it's really great <laughs> is that um i was sort of pushing myself really hard and trying to rush through getting some of this done so we could get more play tests done with the final artwork and I fell asleep on my computer and I wake up at maybe three or four in the morning with my face pressed up, pressed up against my computer screen with this picture of, I think it was like a flank steak or something. And I scream and fall back out of my chair because I thought I was looking at a picture of like someone's leg after a car accident. It was just, there was this gore element there and I sort of like flew out of my chair and like scooted across the room. And it took me like a, it took me maybe ten minutes and a cup of tea before I could kind of creep back over there because that's if you don't eat meat, it's actually kind of shocking to see meat in front of you. I mean, it can be you know, it's it's not really all that. I love meat. But I'm now I'm, you know. I'm now having an idea for okay. I'm gonna just here. Do we have a sequel planned? Oh, I think it's the vegetarian option mm-hmm. that's called meat is murder so yes yes <laughs> i i actually i, I actually pitched say, this today yeah, a couple yeah. days ago i said okay we need to have like a sort of shoot the moon I mean, mechanic the same game exactly but <laughs> oh, if, if, oh, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. if you can if you can get one dessert and at least one dessert and at least one side and no meat you just win you know yeah yeah. Oh, the vegetarian. Oh, now like, we haven't tested that, so I don't know if it's going to work. That is a really interesting, <laughs> yeah, like variable. But I mean, even just flip the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just flip the 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 no. point values and everything, yeah. and just you know. Oh no, I, I like you'll this. Sell idea. a million of them. I like the idea of it's almost like catching the the what you call it in in snitch. Harry the snitch in, yeah. in Harry Potter that you could actually if you could but so that may if you realize because everything's have turned over. So yeah. if someone mm-hmm. is eating all vegetables and you don't realize it. If you catch them and you make them eat a meat, then they right. fail. That that yeah. they, they, they could have got a hundred points or whatever. It's, it's a shoot the moon mechanic, and that's a it's a it's a fairly yeah. common game mechanic that goes in a lot of games. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it can be really fun because it, it it you know there's always one person who just wants to push that that alternative sure. strategy and just try for the really hard thing, and you have to catch them and realize they're doing it so you can mess them up before yeah, they, they uh, want get meat. Too far then they've got it. all yeah. these negatives exactly. sitting in their stomach. Yeah. yeah. So it's something we got to We got to test. We're I, I love the idea. So we are gonna we are gonna try it out and test and see how it works. I love it. I love that idea. Yeah. Did you? Are, I've are also these... had people say we should do a zombie version, which <laughs> that might be a little too creepy. But oh man, you wait, you're the zombie. Sure. The Ellie, don't do the artwork for that one. Yeah. No. No. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you parts can... of the brain, or it's like physicist brain is the yes. high point. Sure. Yes, exactly. I mean, I watch Walking Dead. I could probably. <laughs> I'm into that. Yes. But One Ellie, are these are these these are so these are not pictures. Uh, no, I these did... are actual drawings, and 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 I, that's just amazing. The and they are 
beautiful. Yeah. Thank yes. You. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna take some pictures of cards later, yeah. and put oh, them yeah. on we'll our Instagram, Instagram so that you guys can see the level of detail and just the. No, they lo- yeah. they look delicious. It's like, I feel like I've made a very fun to play, you know, interesting mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Before it had art, mm-hmm. I'd have to like when I was at different game stores, whatever. Like I'd have to go and talk people up and okay, go, "Please come try this," and they'd play and they're like, "That was a lot of fun." Once I had art, I just put the box on a little stand, <laughs> and people just kind of swarming, going, "What is? I want to do this. Just explain." <laughs> this I don't, game looks delicious. Can we do this thing? <laughs> Like sit down. Let's, even let's even the art on the box is amazing because yeah. the, the art on the box has all the meats yeah. and it's just Gorgeous. amazing that that you could have such detail. <laughs> it's just, just beautiful. It's so appealing. It really is to a meditarian. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. If you, you know if you, what it kind of reminds me of is I'm sure you've seen Miyazaki movies and in their movies they always have food that mm-hmm. looks so good and I'm yeah. like I want some of that. Yeah, that what's that? that's true. That it's is true. a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah. I love Miyazaki. Yeah. Well, and one of the early when we were discussing it, we were trying to figure out you know what do you want things to look like. We'd gone back and forth like I want the meat. The meat is the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. And so if you ever played um uh what is it? it's a the sheriff game. My brain is blank. Sheriff of there Sheriff we Nottingham. go. Yeah. 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 Blanked out there. Game. But like we we looked at that a lot of times like you know that that area where, you know, I want, when they look at the cards, I want them to want to eat the cards. Right, yes. <laughs> and the artwork in Sheriff of Nottingham is also very good. And yes. It really does a lot of the games. Yeah, artwork, I think, sells, the, is the final yeah. sell of the game. What can you, I, I don't want to buy a game that's boring looking. I yeah. want to buy something that looks yeah. really good. Art art can make a good game great. It, yeah. won't, it won't save a bad game, no. but yeah. it can make a good game great. Mm-hmm. And I think in this case, it's done that. Yes, I agree 100%. I might be a little biased, though. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you, because I, I, the whole time I was thinking, was you need a like a boot and rally card, action card. Ew. <laughs> um, we, uh, we had something similar to that early on. Uh, Dave actually had a, a, a card. What was it called? The, the, very, the very, very first prototype of this game that I made right after I had the idea, because I had to have a Monty Python joke. Sure. Th- there was a, but it's only wafer thin It's only card. wafer thin. Oh. Oh. And... Yeah, that card left very early on because it was all kinds of broken. Well, I was yeah. just thinking if you if you end up having a, a thing that has a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want in it, mm-hmm. early on you got this card. It's like, okay, well, Purge. maybe I could go off to the bathroom and I'll be right yeah. back to eat some meat. No, also, I, that gets I, very dark. Uh, yeah, yes. no, we, yeah, that is true. Next thing you know, we start getting you know hate mail. No. Because the first thing I thought of at the end of it was like, what did you eat in your stomach? Hold on, let me show you if I know. I, you know What's that? Stand by me, a complete and total bar for Rama, like everybody clears out? Mm. Yes. No. That's a different game. Yeah. Yeah, throw that one away. I feel better about my meat is murder plan than I do about <laughs> bar for Rama. Sorry. I love the meat is murder soundtrack. No soundtrack ideas. Just kick it Roman style. Oh. I mean. Vomitoriums, oh. yep. Welcome. To the vomitory. <laughs> so when we're talking about all this meat and, and we we got it now, we've got to try and sell the game. And yeah. so what what are we doing to to get this thing up and running? Oh, so that is a a huge and complicated thing that is more <laughs> complicated than the game design itself. So it really is. Dave and I both have a little bit of a research background, so we've thrown that uh, we put that to good use. Um, there's a lot a lot of information out there on. Um, how to make a successful Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some really great blogs. If you read um, Jamie Stegmeyer's blog or Jay Matt, uh, Matthew. uh, Matthew's blog or um, listen to the uh, Funding the Dream podcast, all great resources. Gone through a lot of this stuff, um, started getting our social media together, and 
we keep getting told when to get on Twitter. We've got a good Facebook following get going. On Twitter. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Twitter. Yeah. Um, we I'll help jerks. you. We've got our website <laughs> up. We're, we're doing all these things. Um, Dave's starting to get a presence on Board Game Geek, which is a, a website that's uh, really prominent with the board game community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. one of those things you need to do if you're trying to do this kind of a job. Yeah. Um, we're involved in some of the game developer and designer groups on Facebook mm-hmm. and, and looking through things there. Um, we're about to send out demos in another week or so, mm-hmm. uh, print and play demo packets to, to select people. Um, yeah. uh, so there's just a lot that goes into it. Um, it's a lot of you know going to the cons, um, getting a following, going to every game event you, you can find yeah. and, and getting the information out there. Um, eventually... Um, here in a few weeks, we're also going to start trying to contact uh, game reviewers. So there's a lot of people who do game reviews yeah. on YouTube and things, and, and yes, and that's essential. Price. That's essential mm-hmm. for your Kickstarter campaign. Yep. Um, but one of the things that we've really found amazing since we've been doing this is the local gaming scene. Yeah, like I didn't realize how strong the gaming community is in Oklahoma I don't City. Think a lot of people yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, we've got a lot of really great, great game shops. Um, we've spent a lot of time at Loot XP, um, Super Woo! Bit Comic. <laughs> Yes. Um, no, no, uh, from like even before I had the art, uh, DC especially at Luton XP because he's he does he set up a monthly game developer day where you know oh, people who are yeah. making games get it for free and you know just try to show off the game and yeah he's Luton XP's been great for us. You know, we're there they're a lot. Just they're, yeah. they're literally yeah. the they best. Really well, and the beauty of Luton XP is, is unlike some gaming stores, you just go in, there's no place to actually play. Mm-hmm. You just look at the games. The great thing about mm-hmm. Luton XP is you've got many, many tables yep. that you can sit. There's coffee, there's drinks, there's food. You can get yeah, the pizza, really the great King app, pizza uh, you know, place there. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is great. And just sit and enjoy. <laughs> and this game, since it only took 25 minutes, we really kind of thought if we didn't have to record this podcast, we were just immediately go, let's play again. Yeah. 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 It was rewind and play again. Yep. Which, which is another important part of a game. Mm-hmm. Can you make it short enough? Because most, a lot of your board games sometimes are too long. Yeah. To where you're like, okay, that was it. I'm, I'm, I'm burned out. But with this one, it's immediate. I want to rewind and play it again. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, would, I would be ready to go. I want a demo set. Can I get a demo set? I'll give you money. <laughs> Probably work that out. Can, can people buy these yet? Not yet. Okay. No. Not yet. We are we are planning on kickstartering in September. September. So uh, production kick- is complicated. Production is complicated. <laughs> so well, um, yeah, printing you're... printing's easy. Getting it delivered to people that's yeah, complicated. Yeah, true. <laughs> so uh, we haven't set a set delivery date, but basically, if, if we uh, if we kickstart in September, people will probably start receiving the game first quarter of next year. Right. Yeah. And that's if everything goes what we were talking about. If everything yeah, goes according same, to plan. Because there's always a possibility for mishaps. Yeah, there's a whole lot of steps stuff. in there where things go wrong. Because yeah. you've got, they, and what I understand is you, you've, you've sent it off to, to get these done, and then they come back, and you've got to look at them, make sure every th- card yeah, is so correct. The, the process is once the Kickstarter, if the Kickstarter funds, say we start in the beginning of September, September 30th, Kickstarter ends. It takes a week or two for everything to process so that the money comes to us. Once we have the money, we contact the printer, say, let's do this. We send them a, a cashier's check. Right. They will do the first digital proof, send them to us. We approve those, send them back. They do a physical proof, box it, mail it to us. We approve that. And that's an actual boxed yeah. set that you would wrap then, and you then, open. And, yeah. Then they print it. Then they, you know, once we've approved that, assuming nothing's wrong, we approve that, they will then print the game. 
and it takes, you know, it'll take a month to two months to print the whole thing, package it all. Then, depending on how we decide to get it delivered to people, it either gets shipped on a slow boat from China back to here, or we try to ship them out. Yeah, or or we ship it out, or we ship it to a a fulfilling company and they ship it, or we ship to someone, we have it freighted to a company in China who will mail it to. We haven't figured that out yet. But each of these steps, if everything works perfectly, you're looking at two weeks to a month. If anything goes wrong, yeah. <laughs> it starts. Yeah. These are yeah. so Anyone many cards. Anyone who has funded any Kickstarter <laughs> yeah. knows you're going to wait. Yeah, at I, least a I have few a lot more sympathy for late Kickstarters now. If if when I look at a Kickstarter, I see that they've like they're mentioning these things, it's like okay, I have more sympathy yep. for them. Yeah. The ones who are like, yeah, we'll have it. You'll have the game in three months. As soon as I see that, I'm like, you didn't do your research. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, the real thing is not like, not that something goes wrong like obviously mm-hmm. we all understand things go wrong um but if the the lack of communication yes. right, is when it just goes forever without me hearing yeah. anything yeah. is when i get concerned yeah. if somebody says no look it got held up in customs yeah i'm like i am a grown-up and understand those words yes, <laughs> yes. Exactly. and that one, there's one, literally nothing you can do about it we did i did a kickstart of one deck dungeon and it was that that they were actually fairly good because once i'd bought it they had my email address they had all that <laughs> stuff so Whenever there was a problem, they shot out a, a just a blanket email to everybody who ordered. We've got we've had problems. We're trying to get and it took it was supposed to be only like six months from when we did the Kickstarter that we were supposed mm-hmm. to get the, the, the boxes and it took almost a year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and yeah, you just it's go fine. I mean, you know, if you stuff know you're communicating at least you know it's done. Yeah. I mean I I've seen, also seen Kickstarters where you put in money and all of a sudden it's, it's like vaporware, you're not sure anything's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. But but we knew they were coming in and when we actually got them, I ended up making Christmas gifts for myself and my son. So I mean it actually kind of worked just out really time. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kicked fun the cytosis that uh, biology game because I love biology. But um, <laughs> <laughs> not maybe not so much love for the biology. I don't know. It was mostly for Jane because she does love the human body and biology. So and it's like from seven and up mm-hmm. game and uh, like it's been three months and they've done a really good job about uh, they're, okay we've done this they've mm-hmm. done the pre approving yeah. process and like they send us emails. Mm-hmm. I'm almost tired of getting emails right. from them, but, but I'd, I'd rather know than not know. I've been in both and yeah. I'd rather get too many. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, definitely, if you're kickstarting anything, keep the communication level up. That yeah, is sure. Because, I mean, these people in, on Kickstarter are, you know, giving you money mm-hmm. for a product yep. that isn't in existence yet. You well, know? So yeah, aside from that, they're, they tend to be um, like opinion makers. I mean, right. they're, they're there from the beginning. They have a, an investment. Yeah. And, that is over and above money. Like they were very interested and mm-hmm. they'll tell people about it. Well, they've, yeah. they've invested into your company. That's the, yeah. if that's you think the, of Kickstarter as the idea that they, people are investing in your company. Oh yeah. That's that, that makes all the difference. I would like to segue a little bit to Will. He has a game also that he's working on called true names. And I absolutely love this game and I can't wait for this game. to kickstarted too. It really, there, there's a lot of lore and like you know, true if names. true sounds, names, yeah, like fairy fairy tale mm-hmm. kind yeah. of. Yeah, so stuff. like if you Rumble know someone's true happen. name, you can destroy them, right? Yeah. There's a lot of lore in That's this. That's what I've heard. And so like you get four cards, and then they all have like phonetic sound, you know, ka, b. <laughs> I what I in, I have a strategy that he always tries to foil, but um, or Kevin always tries to foil it because he knows that I'm holding those cards all the time, but um. So I was wanting to ask you, 
what made you come up with that idea? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I actually went and saw the movie Arrival, which is pretty mm-hmm. fantastic if you haven't seen it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's about um, these linguists trying to learn an alien language. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, I've got a linguistics background. i got a minor in linguistics in my undergrad. Um, and so I, I love that stuff, and I'm like, oh, it would be fantastic to make a game where you're, where you're building a language. Well, that is incredibly difficult, and I couldn't figure out a way to do it. So um, I recently read... He tried. Uh, he I really tried. tried. I did. I tried. Um, but I also recently read um, The Name of the Wind uh, by uh, Patrick, Patrick Rothfuss, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic book. It's a fantastic series. If you haven't read that, really check it out. It's really good. But anyway, in that, the, the, the part of the magic system is this idea of naming, that if you know the true name of something, you can, uh, you can control it. And so... Part of the story is you know the, this kid learning the, the name of the wind so he can control the wind. And so that just kind of inspired me to take this idea that I had about a linguistics game and totally change it into something else. Because every yeah. time we come up with an idea, or at least I do, it starts off as one thing and slowly merges it's, into it's something It's pretty that typical, works. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I took that and I ended up with this game that's um, sort of like a, you know, sort of like a wizard battle dual game, but all of the... The magic has to do with naming things and naming these different spirits of nature that give you different powers and using those powers to uh, to try to defeat your opponents by revealing their secret name and then speaking their secret name to Into defeat them. It. And I, I just love that because they pitched that to me, I think, a few months ago. Yes. And it sounds really, fascinating. The, just the, the mythology behind mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. approaching all of those different things as a bit of a mythology geek. That yeah. really, yeah. really kind of caught mm. my attention because, right. you know, the different... There, there are different elements of different cultures that we can bring in and lots of different stuff for the art if, you know, we, yeah, we can and start. Looking at, looking <laughs> at mythology from different cultures yeah. and stories and storytelling and things like that is, is a big part of, of, of my game design theory. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look at things that are not just, you know, Tolkien-esque, you know, yeah. European fantasy <laughs> type stuff. I want to get outside of that and move over to other things. And and this is doing that. And we've got some other games in the works, like one that's going to be based on um, Cherokee folklore. Oh, that, I love that. That is yeah. in the works that cool. um, is a whole other different thing. You know, and I, I really want to look, in, look at this as art, look at it as something where we can bring in more ideas, more cultures, more perspectives. Um, and, you Preach. know... Diversity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's so many things you can do with games because games are yeah. an art form, and also perfect for Oklahoma with you know, the, oh yeah, the, the the tribes that we have living here in Oklahoma. I think that's a huge idea I, to. And I also think it's a good way to debunk a lot of myths about the tribes sure. and stuff. Yeah. I am Native American, so I greatly appreciate yeah. that. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a Cherokee citizen, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm I've I've you know been you know, involved to, to some greater or lesser degree with the culture for a long time. And so mm-hmm. looking at this is great. And I've started getting involved with, um, there's a whole huge movement on indigenous game design mm-hmm. for, you know, communities oh, around the world who are trying to bring in, um, indigenous perspectives into games. And that's something that I'm very interested in mm-hmm. uh, learning more about and, and trying yep. to create that's some fantastic. of those. We'll have to have that. you back and play. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, we, we're working on getting to a, um, yeah. get a prototype made soon. Cause at, the more he and I talk about it and do like design on the rules kind of week, it's like, I want to play this game. I need to play yeah. this game. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, can we talk about the airlock game? <laughs> I love okay. the airlock. So, uh, guy's got a lot of games. He does. No, we, no, we, no they we, come we up do. with a new game so, like every week. Sure. We, yeah. We've got about 10 in development at any one time. <laughs> yeah, Dave and I, as soon as we started do it, started this company, like, for, you know, seriously, you yeah. know, we, uh, we, we started doing weekly meetings and 
like being able to bounce ideas off yeah. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like we've both just been going crazy with it. So he's mm-hmm. got one called War Rigs. That's supposed to be like a post-apocalyptic Mad Max style racing Race game, game. where you're where you're riding cars and stuff, and then um, into it. Yeah. T-shirts and Space Madness that I'm working on, which is space. all about oh my god, space yeah, it's all about your um, you're all on a space station and you've all gone crazy and you're trying to yeah. get everybody else spaced out an airlock without them knowing that you're crazy, but you're all crazy. Yes. You're, you're not paranoid if everyone actually does want to kill that's you. Right. Yeah. That's right. Oh my god, it's like the anti-clue. Yeah, it is amazing. It's amazing how they've built these prototypes because, like, he's just taking these little wood wooden pieces with other little wooden pieces mm-hmm. for doors, and like, it is a fun, fun game at such a basic level. Yeah. So, like, once it gets developed, I'm just mm-hmm. super stoked because I. But it's all like this kind of. What's the word? Connect. So, so you open doors and you can. You have two movements. You can open doors and you can close doors. But only the doors you're connected to. So you want to try and open doors and then hurry up and close the door so you can open an airlock to suck yeah. everyone out into space, but not you. So yes. you got to like try to corner yourself in a safe space and yeah. still kind of manipulate the surroundings around you. And you that have to do this cool. strategically. Yeah. So, like, you have to actually think several oh, steps yes, ahead. Yes, you you, you're like, okay, if they well, do that, they do that. I need to do this. And so, yeah. like... One of the great things with Space Madness, too, is it's... The entire game setup is you start out with... you. Everyone's placing tiles to build the ship. And then you start your movements. From setup to game ending takes about 15 minutes. Sometimes, wow. if that. If for that. Real? Oh, wow. Yes, it is a... Yeah, I would really, have expected really that to be and a yet, fast And yet, for, for 15 minutes... It is the well, most intense. And you've only got two actions on your turn. Uh-huh. You're looking at the entire board going, like, Don't, and I'm making I'm hand, do, I'm, I'm making hand that. motions of pointing it's at things, of course, because I'm on radio. No. But you're you're sitting there trying to, you know, all these strategic and tactical things in your head for a 15 minute game. <laughs> I mean, it's That's like fantastic. it's like how chess, the hardest part of the game, is figuring out what your opponent's going to yes. do. Yes, yeah, because well, you, I, you we, already had we had that in Chuascaria. Was was we had I had a card that was was I knew that Josh had a whole bunch of meat on yeah. his table, and I wanted That's that. That's what she said. But I wanted <laughs> I yeah, I wanted Josh's meat, and <laughs> so I I but I knew that if I played that card to where I could take his yeah. plates swap plates. I was figuring he probably had one that would stop that move. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping someone else would try it, to, and no one did, which upset me because I was like, come on, <laughs> go, go against that. Nobody so wanted I, you to have my meat. <laughs> well, no one, they, no one, wanted, no one no, else wanted Everybody meat. else coveted my meat. <laughs> yes, this entire game is that way. Which I, I, I regret nothing. It's, <laughs> a, it's a walking innuendo. It it's is. meat on swords. Yes. <laughs> oh, never mind. That, that killed it. Yeah. <laughs> You, you can't escape it. I, I've got a year of experience on you. I've been working with this longer. <laughs> this is how I diffuse the situation. It's uh-huh. meat on swords. Oh. Hey, never mind. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, leave it to the lady to L- shut L- it down. A little oh. bit of stabbing there. Now, we, you, we were talking about early on in a gaming. There mm-hmm. were some some things that you you'd mentioned early on yeah. that you had. And were there also changes that you you made to make the game faster, better, yeah. stronger? Yeah, so the game is... I'm not even. I'd have to look at my files for what version of the game this is right now. And I've actually started a design diary on our website. As I've kind of been, it's been a lot of fun going back and looking at the old files of how the games evolved. But uh, for instance, there's one card in the in the deck that you guys all got to experience and see the craziness starts. 
solves is the uh, the summon the Pasadores card. Pasadores. So, yes. Pasadores. So, There's always a hand signal, yeah. but you guys can't see you it. You can't see it. Listen, by the game, everyone at the table will make well, the same hand signal. You won't be able to help it. It's but automatic. So originally, I was because my play group tends to range anywhere from three to six players on a given mm-hmm. you know week. I wanted a game that could play you know a decent range of players. So it's like design originally. It's okay. I want this to play three to six. But I hate games where you open the box like, okay, for this many players, take out this many yeah, cards. Pick out all these yeah. cards. I wanted this it. to, I wanted this to be where you pull out the two decks, you shuffle them, you go. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to limit that, you know, that setup thing. So the some of the best stories actually would solve that. Originally, a three-player game would take about forty-five minutes to an hour. A six-player game would take about half an hour. Because of the stack of the meat, because of, yeah, because to, to explain, you, you run out of meat, run out the of game's meat. over. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, st- the stack, the food deck is the timer. Adding the some of the some of the Pasadores card, all of a sudden now a six-player game takes roughly twenty-five to thirty minutes. A three-player game takes roughly thirty to thirty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so you know I've got that where no matter how many players you have, you're going to have roughly the same length of game. Three-player does tend to still be a little bit more strategic just because you have less cards getting you know thrown out all the time. Mm-hmm. But you it's almost you know the the. The style of the game, the feel of the game, is generally the same, regardless of how many players you have right. in that in that window. Yeah, and the some of the Pasadores to explain, everybody gets a meat car- or gets a food card, yes. uh, and if and of course that also makes some people eat if their plate is full. There's mm-hmm. there's certain things that happen with that, but it, if you got six people, that's six cards that get knocked out in one card. Yes, and there's three I'll of those in there. So and you shuffle reshuffle the deck, yeah. so you're probably looking at getting that maybe nine to twelve times, depending Good. on how many mm-hmm. rounds. Yeah. So it's it yeah it speeds up the game and it makes oh, yeah. it a lot of fun and also adds the strategy because if somebody pulls that up, you know you can't have a full plate with yeah. some salad on it so or some yeah, bread it on it. Yeah, definitely makes yeah the you know, resulting action. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, there is a consequence. Yeah, it's like when people ask the type of game like it, when you because I actually have a there's not much on it yet but a page on Board Game Geek for the game because not you know usually you want to have that before you go you know publishing. Um, they ask you know, what kind of game this what kind of game is this and you you know there's worker placement all the kind of things. This game is take that because it's got, you know that that cutthroat oh, aspect yes. of constantly attacking each other. There's hand management because you have to manage mm-hmm. you know the the cards in your hand, and then it's there's not an option there because no one's ever done this before. But there's plate management, plate <laughs> management. <laughs> right? Because yeah. you you I mean you have to control what's on that plate and whether or not mm-hmm. your token that allows you to get more food is up or down. Right. You know you you so, got to pay attention to that throughout the game because how people, are you dealing with what's in front of yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also not knowing what other people have. Uh, and yeah. I love the fact that it became cutthroat immediately, our game. Oh, yeah. Nikki, Nikki immediately attacked me, and I'm like, all right, that's how it's going to be. And then you immediately, wow. and when immediately started helping Will, so I'm like, they've already, already get, getting an alliance yep. and getting an, a, an enemy. And I love that. It's like, okay, Survivor well, yeah. at the yeah. Brazilian Steakhouse. <laughs> yes. Which, of course, um, goes back to the when you guys were playing the uh-huh. game at the right. table. Yeah. Kevin, I have a question for you. David. Or, David. All three of you, actually. Okay. What was David. the game, if there is... One or maybe several mm-hmm. that really ignited in you the idea that you wanted to create games. Oh God! Um, what was the one that I, I guess I'm asking for? What game inspired you to think that, A I can do this? B I want to do this. It, it's kind of a weird question. I've in one form or another I've been making games since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I when I was a little kid, um, I don't know if anybody remembers there was a game called Heroes Quest. Mm-hmm. Oh yes oh, yeah. I do. When, yeah. when I was about seven, one of my much older cousins, he had gone off to college and so his mom gave my mom a bunch of his old board games. Cool. And I got the game, but it was missing all of the rule books. 
<laughs> I had the board. I had that the game is amazing. So that's like yeah, I had the board. Blanche. I had the I had all the minis. I had the cards. I had no rule book. So I made my own. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, I Good made I, you know, I made several what people call uh, roll and move games when I was a kid. You know, so like Monopoly or Candyland, mm-hmm. although Candyland's a simplified version, obviously, where sure. you just roll a die or something and move that many spaces. Made a lot of those as a kid that were, frankly, completely horrible and. Yeah. Well, I mean, your Trial models error, your man. models are all completely it, horrible. That's yeah, exactly. Right? You're a child. Um, well, also, I'd like to make a game like Monopoly. Kid, let's talk for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 that yeah, is a medieval torture so, device. You know, throughout you know, all my kids. And then I grew up, my family, we had a weekly game night where we played, mm-hmm. you know, card games so and board cool. games and all that kind of stuff. So that was, you know, just growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of weird how my how life's progressed. High, in high school, we all had to make a senior project. A lot of other people did, you know, these... You know, they, you know, I'm going to, you know, grow a garden or I'm going to do this thing. And I decided, oh, my dad's a computer programmer. I'm going to make a, you know, in- <laughs> uh, educational video game because there had to be an educational element. Heck yeah. And then. What was it on? I'm a history buff. So oh, it was, nice. It was, a, it was a very basic trivia game where you answered questions about, you picked your topic of, you know, mythology, history, etc. Answered basic questions about it. And then this, the idea, part of this came from an old game show that I can't remember the name of, but. Little cubes on the screen were disappearing as this happened. And there was an image behind them. Oh! And at some at some point, and it was a famous painting or sculpture of, or something like that. And you could at any time try to guess what that was. Oh! But so nice. I de- I designed that back in high school, and then it you know, graduated, joined the military, forgot all about that. It was like that's you know never going to deal with that again. Got out of the military, and then stumbled into instructional game design, working at OU. That's with Will. Welcome where, back. We're right now. Where it's <laughs> like, like you do. Apparently this is a thing and I had no idea. Um, but I guess back to the original uh, question there. Hero's Quest is probably what kind of started the whole yeah. thing yeah. because I had to make my own rules to play this game that looked so cool and I had no idea it's how to do it. It's pretty great. I'm also, I'm watching my son engin- backwards engineer Hero Clicks because he has a whole box of Hero okay, Clicks yeah. from when I played and I, and yeah, I get that mm-hmm. yeah. because I could I could teach him hero clicks. I just don't want to play hero clicks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we lost all the cards. Plus, yeah. what's to see what he'll do with it? That's right. I mean, Find out how we yes. how he designs. Yeah. Here's because because I have dabbled in game design on the RPG side. Mm-hmm. I have like okay, kiddo, let's talk about game balance. Yeah, yeah. This is a phrase I'm going to introduce yep. to your lexicon because we're not having any fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. And I mean, of course, I mean I've throughout the years played a lot of RPGs. I've DM'd sure. a lot mm-hmm. and yeah. Well, and I, 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 we talked about you know Monopoly and Clue, and and mm-hmm. I as think little as the possible games. We talk about but, well, mm-hmm. but I think, but, but the reason I bring that up is because I think games have gotten better. Yes, oh, the technology, oh, yeah. the no, technology no, is yeah. better. I mean, I mean, the technology of the game, not like production. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I see what yeah. you're saying. Yes, and and game design, I think, is mm-hmm. has, has become much more important when when Monopoly was thrown out, and that was like what 1930s. You know, well, it was actually the 19 teens, wasn't it? I, the landlord game was yeah somewhere around 1912ish. Yeah. So it's and almost a hundred years old. Yeah. There's it's a reason supposed why to make it's you not, hate capitalism. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it works. It, there's a it reason. There's works. a helpline. Yeah. yeah, it was originally designed as an educational game to uh, promote socialism and uh, you know and show the evils of capitalism. That was the original yeah. intention of Monopoly, and it sort of changed yeah. over You're the years. You're going to make me That's why Oklahoma had Monopoly. to make Enterprise Square USA. So it's not a good game. game. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's, no, but it does exactly the thing that it wants. Yes, By the yeah. end of it, you're like, well, we all sat down here to play a game. We instantly turned into assholes. And then... Therefore, therefore, <laughs> and must then be I hate the person who wins. 
Capitalism sucks. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I'm, True. It works. It does its job. It's just not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It Monopoly no. ruins families. I'm convinced. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. There is, there is an actual helpline. Well, and it's the like, thing is, if you read the actual rules for Monopoly, a game of Monopoly should last 90 minutes. Ah, I've problem, never played a game. The, the thing is, because it is because it's supposed to be a cutthroat game. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be eliminating players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people start playing that, and they're playing with their kids. They're playing it as a family game. So they start house ruling it to take that away, mm-hmm. so that everybody's winning, and that and makes it—it it breaks it. Yeah, so <laughs> Which nobody of gets stabbed. It is not what capitalism is all so about. So, by the it's way, actually about socialism. Giving, yes, <laughs> yes, it's, it's kind of what happens. No. It's the. I just really oh, I don't you. want to steal all the money from my child. That's right. Mm-hmm. Except um, for my dad. My dad did that every time. <laughs> every single time. I will make my child <laughs> vote for Bernie Sanders. Whether or they now I want to make a version of Monopoly that's like serial numbers filed off, where the point of the game is to house rule it into socialism. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of a cool that's idea. Yes, let's chat about that afterward. Yes. <laughs> Trademark. Edit this out, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? Is, is next for this game. You got the Kickstarter and hopefully, and how much are you thinking about, have you got price levels yet? We've got some tended, estimates. Yeah, we've yeah. got some estimates on price levels and um, we're looking at, and I'm, I'm going to give you a ballpark because this could absolutely yeah, 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 change. Yeah, you got a couple of months. We're looking so. at an MSRP around 25, 25. Okay. and then the Kickstarter price for the game is probably going to be around $19. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now, yeah. I, I guess because again, I go back to the one deck dungeon. You could buy. I think it was Multiple like twenty dollars. You get one deck. Right. Thirty five dollars. You get two decks. And that's yeah. So what we're kind of looking at is, and again, this is all rough estimates right now because we're still getting quotes on everything. Right. So a single copy of the game will be nineteen dollars plus shipping, which we haven't. We have no clue exactly what that's going to be like. Right. We're gonna we're gonna try to get it as low as possible. If I can get it down to like five to six bucks a person, that would mm-hmm. be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee that yet because I have no, no. idea. But um, so $19 for a single copy. Then we'll have like a double copy version that will be about 35 So you'll get a discount on the second game. And then we're going back and forth on whether we're going to have an actual retail level where they can like buy a case or we'll just have a thing where back at this level and contact us and then we'll work the details out otherwise because... So if DC wanted to buy a case right. of them to sell personally, that you would discount the price and yeah. he oh, could make oh, a little bit of yes, profit as well. Yeah. 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 Now I, so that leads me to my next question. Can this game be played with more than one deck? Have not tried it. Um, I suspect the game would work. I mean, for longer, but, obviously. But you're, uh, yeah, you're I cabled. would. You'd want to do that with more people. Was it say with like yeah. twelve people? If you, maybe. If you yeah. played it, if you played it with, if you played it with more than six people, you would have to. Have, I mean, you, if you tried to do it with two decks and tried to do it with more than six people, I think the game would work, but it would go dramatically longer. Right. It's it's gonna yeah. it's gonna yeah, increase yeah, yeah. the length dramatically, especially because of you know. Like I said, because the meat deck is the timer there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna, well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. if you double the deck, you're maybe you're probably going to double the time of the game. So meat yeah. deck's the timer. People. Ain't it always the way? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to so, double the stomachs. <laughs> you do have double the stomachs, but yeah, you're. Uh, I like I haven't tested it. I theoretically it could work, but I just I just want, I just want, my, I want, I want where, my meat deck to be as yeah. big as possible. I, sure, yeah. who doesn't? But, but it's also the thing oh of when we, when we before the some of the Pastorius cards. Before we before the some of the Pastorius cards, when we played this game, they, I mean, there is some deep, there's some decent strategy with yeah. the game, but it is still a fairly casual game yeah, compared yeah. to a lot of board games. At the 35 mark, 35 minute mark, it feels really good. Once you start getting over that, though, 
Yeah, you start. You I know, can see that people get more bored. You know, Ellie likes to talk about that because she, when she first played the game, she played a three-player game with was it your brothers or something. Uh, or? It was. Uh, I think I played a four-player game. Okay, four-player game. With, uh, my brother and I think a few of his. And friends, then it, because it so. didn't have those cards in there, it went close to an hour, and they were star- they were starving. Yeah, they, and were, they were frustrated. They were, yeah, and so and it's <laughs> there. There's that that fine balance between. You know how long can a game? How long can a game go and continue to be fun? Right. Yeah. It takes approximately thirty minutes for this game to make people hungry. So yeah. we wanted to end <laughs> around then. Yeah. Thirty. Well, okay. Got to go. Thirty. Well, thirty minutes. Really. On average. More likely twenty-five. More likely five. Yeah, they're hungry from the beginning. After thirty minutes, they want to go eat. Yeah. yeah. But it also. Which I, it, we could combine the two. Right. And we've done that. And the thing I do like about the twenty-five minute mark is, is to say the truth, was was again we wanted to play it again. Right. If it was an hour long in the same game, then you're not going to want to. Yeah. We could play it for hours. And but De- it's Devin has her hand in the air. I do have an idea. Okay. We could take this game and demo it at a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> we we, we have idea. discussed because there is. Um, I'm just saying, like, have a fundraiser, yeah. eat food off swords. Yeah, it's, it's like there's a Texas Day Brazil up at the Penn Square Mall. And uh-huh. we've, we've discussed possibly trying to approach them and see if, you know. There's some, Cafe do Brazil right over here. Yeah, in, some, something that could work out. Yeah. yeah. And well, then there's I'll also another um, uh, thing called. Flame, I think it's called. It's at one of the casinos out um, Shawnee. Yeah, area. it's um, it's the one in. Oh my gosh! Last I'm, time I I'm drove blank. that way, the place was literally not that casino, but it was fire on the way out. Yeah, it was, it was really literally on fire. Oh um, yeah, so there's there's a couple of these restaurants around the it's area. Out, it's the one out. I'm. If you wouldn't have asked, I, I would have told you exactly yeah, what casino it is. You, I actually did, I did a Yelp search on uh, uh, Chuascaria. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, and those are places that actually come up on Yelp. Yeah, for that. they do. So they do. It's, how it's how are their reviews? Well, I, I know uh, well, Cafe, Cafe do Brazil <laughs> is, is is fabulous. Almost Full disclosure: I, think, so. I work for Yelp. I have nothing to do with reviews, adver- <laughs> no. advertisement, anything. Just so anyone who's listening who thinks this might be a conflict, just to be clear, I work for Yelp, but I work in the promotion of small businesses part we are a small business Feel i know and i've got all kinds of wheels turning we, that we'll talk we have, about we have later two, two full-time members and one contract employee yes. so that's we, we will we will chat You're about that the whole later. Team. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's great food and I, that's why i love the picture and i love mm-hmm. you, you do get hungry uh, if you haven't eaten oh, so make sure you yeah, eat before what, you start one of my favorites i played i was at doing play testing at an event and these you know three people come up it's a couple and their friend and you know they start looking at the game, and the the girl she she looks and goes, I, I'm a vegetarian, I or I'm a vegan, I don't eat meat. And I'm like, that's okay. My my artist doesn't eat red meat, and she made it look beautiful. And then her the the you know boyfriend or husband, I'm not sure. And then the other friend are like, we got to play this. And she's like, fine. You know, rolled the eyes, the whole I'll thing. Play they sit down and play it. Game. And then when the game ends, and I'm just sitting there, I'm you know resorting everything out, and I hear her. She leans over to her to her boyfriend there and goes, I don't understand. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't even want this. It doesn't even look good. Yeah, I, I, the the, uh, the idea of of making food as a as a game is just when, especially when you don't always eat when you're playing mm-hmm. games, and so we're just going to make yep. you even more hungry. And Nobody's allowed to eat while we're playing yeah, this game. I don't want my so cards There's so few greasy. games where it's a part of. I mean. Like Sheriff of Nottingham, yeah. it's kind of a side ping. You're smuggling's what you're doing, but you're smug, you know, food's part food of that. There's and there's gold. Um, and you've there's, got like yeah. sushi go involves food, mm-hmm. but yeah, that it really it's a niche that 
it surprised me when I made like when I had this idea. I'm like, there's no way that this is original. And then, well, no, apparently it is. Let's go. <laughs> well, sushi, sushi go, I enjoyed, but uh, there was nothing really that all of the food, the artistry is wonderful. Uh-huh. Usually, they've got faces on. Them, yeah, so I, I'm not necessarily. It, it, it humanized my food. What? Yeah, it's a different thing. And don't put personification in my food. If yeah. you really Anthropo- don't want it. Anthropomorphic food is always kind of <laughs> yeah, right. out. It's slightly yeah. horrifying. It's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> Unless it's M&M's. Yeah. In which case, yeah. Isn't there like a shredded wheat commercial where one of the shredded wheats ate another one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's That's disturbing. Yeah. What like yeah. fresh yeah. hell is this? Yeah, yeah, that is. Uh. I still find like the pig and the cow dancing in the barbecue joint like yeah, a no, little are... upsetting. Yeah. They've got, they've got the space Not badness. that I have a problem eating They're animals. trying to push each other I, I into the... Yeah. I think that's why the Chick-fil-A advertisement with the cows works so well. Yes, it does. Right. Because it they're is, like, eat the it's, other guy. It's one guy. species saying, no, 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 eat, eat them. <laughs> yeah. They're super delicious. Eat more chicken. It's delicious. Yep. Yeah, just eat chicken some from somewhere else. Sorry. <laughs> so we're going to... You guys, uh, a while ago you were at Super Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. How did that go when you guys had your own table? Did, did people uh, stop I can buying? tell you they were super busy all the time. Yeah, the the fact that I can speak right now is still kind of amazing because, yeah. Uh, but we had, I had at the booth, we had, I'd made a, a short version of the game that took about 15 minutes to play. Mm-hmm. I think between Will and I, we did about 25 to 30 demos of that version in the one day that Supercon ended up being this year. And then I had a, we had another friend with a full copy of the game in the tabletop area he played eight play tests, like eight full games wow, of it nice. over over the course of the day. I mean, I'm not surprised. What one time? The one time I walked past your booth and you guys weren't busy, mm-hmm. I was on a mission for an extension cord for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I was like, "Hi, yes, no, I want to do this thing. You, you know, I'll be back by." And then every other time I came by, you guys no, yeah, had a full table, we, yeah, and we, I never got to do it. Till we the very, day. we had at, on a few occasions we had people who watched someone play and then immediately sat down after they got up. Yeah. Very few lols. It was it yeah. was incredible, but, but a exhausting. Lot of lols. But a lot of lols. Yes. Lol. Yes. LOLs. Now I was, and My we were God. at a main event. We did attract Mark Summers' attention, which was kind of weird, because <laughs> we're playing, <laughs> and the, the two players are like yelling at each other, they're attacking each other, and he kind of walks. He was walking by, and he hears them, and he turns, and he looks at our sign, and he walks over, and he stands over the shoulder, and he's looking at it, and he's like, "What is this?" And I'm so I'm explaining to him what it is over their shoulders that they're playing, and he's like. That is very, that is very cool. That is very interesting. <laughs> and you know, he loved, like thanks, and he walks off. And all of a sudden, the two guys stop, and they turn their heads and they go, "Was that Mark Summers?" Because <laughs> <laughs> they they had no clue. He was literally leaning over their shoulders to look at the cards. I'm too busy yelling. And they were into it. They were so into the game. They they come late now. <laughs> totally miss a celebrity. Walk Double by. dare you to play right this there. game, Mark yeah. Summers. Yeah. Now I, I lose had, yourself. I would lose yeah. yourself. <laughs> In the, the food. I was I was at main event and uh, just what my, my I think we'd finally yeah. decided we weren't going to stick around. My my son and I were just kind of go well, let's go ahead and take off and looked over and saw them playing this game and I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this? Yes, and that's, that's when David said, uh, oh, this is Chuhascaria. And I'm uh-huh. like, what? I think we're talking. Hey, we had already uh, talked right about on. you know getting yeah. us in. And so it was great to be able to and it will immediately sit here, sit here. Yeah, and so we'd, we'd only got about a round or two, yeah. but, but sat down and just played this game. Mm-hmm. Immediately drew me in. And yeah, it's not fun, only yeah. not only the fun game, but you've got these cards that are spread out, and it looks like they've got a table full of meat. It's like, but it's all in cards. You're mm-hmm. welcome, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, Nikki helps set you guys up, and we're very excited that you did. But it's just it's a very exciting. I roll me judge. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah. I don't need your shade. That hey, was really hey, loud. Hey. My microphone picked up that. Picked up that roll. You know what? You know who friended me on Facebook? The bird people. From I don't want to talk about it. We don't, we're still not. I, I don't want to talk about it. Send them after. They also yeah, friended so... me on Facebook, and I did not friend them. Creeping me out. <laughs> Those were incredible costumes. Actually, though. it's they because were, Facebook is my super special garden where I put like pictures of my child and stuff, so I don't really just friend See, everybody on Facebook. So where yeah. can certainly not freaky bird, freaky bird people. <laughs> Those costumes were fantastic. They were oh, they no, were. they were fantastic, but I, it's also uncomfortable. I, I thought it was weird when they actually retweeted my stuff, and I realized that it was their their uh-huh, names. Retweeted, ha ha. Yes. Uh-huh. But then it's just it's their it's their it's who they were. Yeah, not, their characters. You know, it's like okay, who are these people behind? Right? Yeah, yep. it's kind of freaky. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. So yeah, no offense, freaky. bird people. I loved your outfits, and I'm sorry if I actually offended. But uh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is a place I have to guard, or it just becomes a hotbed of racist uncles. You're racist. No, I understand that. Uh, I've been there. <laughs> Now, so where can people, they can, they, uh, you've got a website. We have the website. We also have uh, the Facebook. Uh-huh. Both of them are Absurdist uh-huh. Productions. Absurdist Productions. Now, is that a dot com? Absurdistproductions.com, yes. Okay, good very deal. good. Productions.com. Now, but if someone wanted to play this game, is there a way, um, or do you guys? Right now, it's basically my, after my full-time job in grad school, my other full-time job <laughs> is spending the weekends hitting up various uh Different games. There's the uh, the Oklahoma board game community right. that I've gotten involved in. So I, I try to hit up as many of their events as possible uh, that they have throughout the city. Um, at Luton XP, almost every weekend, we're going to start. Uh, we were talking to um, uh, DZ Comics and Gaming in more. Uh, they have a game day coming up this month. I can't remember it offhand, but yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna be hitting up that. Uh, uh, they're nice folks. Yeah, the Coop event. Yeah. We, the, we got the Coop Brewery yes. game day. Um, oh, we've yeah. been hitting up. They, they have the board games and beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, we were at that uh, f- uh, last year. It's been quite a while, but yeah. I need to be up in there. Yeah, like, they yeah. Do it's that great. Every great beer. Third oh, yeah. Saturday, yeah. I think, is what that is. Third Saturday, yeah. third Sunday. Yeah, third Saturday oh. of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie's usually there too. Bartending. I, I, I bartend. I, oh, yeah. I promote from the other side. Then of you the... probably know my brother. Oh, Aaron. Aaron Cross. Yeah, dude. Aaron almost officiated my wedding. That's my little brother. Dude, I love Aaron. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a small world. It, it yeah, really is. It really is. Also, we're going to be at SoonerCon. We're going to have a, mm-hmm. uh, a game table in the, uh, in the, the tabletop, uh, area. tabletop area at SoonerCon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sweet. By the yeah. way, SoonerCon people, please get in touch with us. We uh, would already like to be... got that covered. There Thank we go. You. Yeah. Do you know who's coming to SoonerCon? We do. Tim- Timothy's on. Yep. Timothy oh, yeah. Zahn is coming to SoonerCon, and I've got is the. Just, I just bought the Thrawn, the newest Thrawn novel. I've got the Thrawn graphic novel from. Wait, the so Thrawn did they Children's. reintroduce Thrawn? Thrawn what? Blah, blah. Thrawn? Did they reintroduce Thawn to the new extended yes. universe? Thrawn yeah. has oh, been okay. Because otherwise, it, I was afraid his appearance would just be. Let me tell you how the oh, extended no, no. universe yeah, is and better actually, than this. What they did corn. was they reintroduced Thrawn in the Rebels series, mm-hmm. and he's been fabulous. And so I think when they reintroduced, I think someone called up Timothy Zahn well, yeah. and went, "Hey, can you write another Thrawn book?" Now this his can this you Thrawn book can takes you place. reintroduce him to the extended universe? Right. Well, since I think we wiped that out. Well, I think this one takes place actually inside the Rebels. 
universe the, the new book that was put out yeah. so it's not the pat post yeah return of the jedi right because that because that because that fictional story is no now less exists, important right. than the current fictional right. stories so yeah. i'm making fun of star wars fans because i'm a comic book guy and it's this has been my whole life oh, yeah. so hey star wars fans suck it well we, this <laughs> is how this is how it works it was it was three years ago I'm kind there of is no it. continuity yeah. no nah. um, what about darth bane Darth Bane actually does exist in the uh, it, because in the last season of Clone I even, Wars, I don't even know who that is. Okay. They actually well, you know, brought in at, Darth Bane was the as first they were running out of Darths, they just started going Darth plus something evil. Darth right. evil. Don't, name. You, don't 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 touch Darth in, Bane. Leave this alone. In the, I, I'm just imagining the character from Batman with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. I'm Darth Bane. Coruscant. This is your recommendation. So Darth Bane was actually in the like expanded universe. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> well, stop that. Okay. <laughs> you were saying. Well, in the expanded universe, Darth Bane was the man, was the, was the one who came up with the one. As long as Tom the, Hardy plays him. I don't yes. Care. Yes. No. It was <laughs> just like, actually, well, hold on. I'm getting get to who plays him. If you guys would listen. It doesn't matter. Yes, he does. Tom Hardy to do it. It's he not going to be as good as Tom Hardy doing Tom it. Tom Hardy. It's actually better than Tom Hardy. That's ridiculous. There's no. Let the man speak. I'm quitting the podcast. Then now you won't know. <laughs> no Tom Hardy. I'm done. Done. <laughs> Darth Bane was the person who came up with one master, one apprentice, because the Sith were battling oh, so each other so much. So he's the one who so wanted much. them to lose. Well, he came up with the idea that there'd be one master, one apprentice, and in the final, and it was all killed off by the Star Wars story group. So all that history was gone. But in the final season of Clone Wars, they actually have a moment where the spirit of Darth Bane appears to Yoda, and it is voiced by Mark Hamill. So there. Don't try to draw me in. Still not Tom Hardy. Tom, Har Tom Hardy. I'm sorry. Tom Hardy is still. Still not Tom Hardy in a mask with a Sean Connery accent. Because because Sean I Connery guarantee you, Darth Bane, Bane was just like half an octave lower than the Joker's voice and the same voice. Actually, he did it more in a, in a more normal voice. He did not do the Joker. Oh. Voice. He didn't do the Joker voice. Well, because now, he, now I'm disappointed goodness. on every level. He tried to do a more just regular evil, not maniacal <laughs> evil. Which, as long as he doesn't do the trickster, man. The trickster, oh, the, was, the trickster was the Joker, The trickster is the Joker. I understand that, but it was yeah. like 10 times more annoying. He was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. I but know. He's a flash I can villain. still be annoyed. Yeah. But that was... Anyway, <laughs> I'm, so I'm okay with the trickster, though, because the trickster is why we had him as, as Joker in the animated series. Yes. So it's... Yeah, because he yeah. actually played the trickster in the original Flash series. Back in yeah. 1990. You're right. I know. I know all these things. I still like, <laughs> she's nails, like She's like, I don't care. Nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> I you're think, not, you're I think not it's wrong. excellent. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what we're talking about. Although, I enjoy Mark oh, <laughs> You're not missing anything. Mark, have a Mark Hamill's Joker was, was hands down my favorite Joker. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he's... It, it reminded me of the Joker from... I, it, the who is your favorite villain of all time? What? I said Seth Mark Roth. Hamill's my favorite Joker oh. version of Joker. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah, it's like, of course. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's okay. So that was a major tangent. Anyway, <laughs> like do, you want, to, do you want me to Star Wars up more Bane quotes from Dark Knight Rises? Because I will do that. No. Go, go for one more, please. Oh, it's a long, it's a long one. So, oh, you think darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted the dark. I was born to it, molded by it. I didn't see the light side until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding. The shadows betray you because they belong to me. The, the best part of that was really Nikki pantomiming the entire thing at the other side of the room. True story. Like, 
And Tough told, luck, radio. I'm gonna... she, she was over there pantomiming gay Bane as he, like, flailed his hands. <laughs> well, it's more Shakespearean Bane. Uh, yeah, really. yeah, no. I, it's Tom, Tom Hardy Tom when Hardy's he spread Bane. his wings. Yeah. You it's know. Tom Hardy meets Bronson. It's Tom Hardy in a mask doing a Sean Connery so accent. The only good part of Dark Knight Rises. Right. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by, like, a bajillion miles, the only good. Anyway, yeah. don't. I'm done. And okay. Josh is... Like for that five seconds is pretty bad. Yeah, and Josh's Bane impression is like a thousand times <laughs> right. better than anything better. Christopher Nolan does with superheroes. So where, Oops, oh no. I said it. Okay. No, I'm, do, I'm okay. done. Okay. So where, okay, so no more. where can people contact you guys besides the website? You guys are on Twitter, Facebook? No, right? not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter yet. On Apparently Facebook. we are going to be on Twitter soon because I'm being browbeated today. We're, we're going to be on Twitter later today. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. I mean, Devin's just, on point. And you, the great thing Seriously, about Twitter is you can actually just do an account just for the game rather than absurdist pro- yeah. production. Mm-hmm. Just do the game. Yeah. That way just the game is constantly mm-hmm. sitting out stuff. You could send out pictures of your cards. You could yep. send out. So that way it really teases people as they're, as they're following. So we'll make sure and follow you. Uh, you to let us know what it's going to be, and we'll, we'll make yeah, sure absolutely. we're done with um, you, But people do You have a Facebook page. We have the Facebook and page. And on that Facebook page, can people find out the events that are going on? Like I, you I try to um, post those up as often as possible. Good. I mean, there, there are times where it's kind of a last-minute thing that we, we find out about something and go. But, yeah, for the most part, I try to post up uh, at least a few days ahead of time, like I'm going to be at this place at this time. To, for test. Finally, for is do you guys have any kind of way for people to get emails from you? I was, I was thinking if if I wanted to sign up, do you have a sign up list? Yes, yes. we do. Um, on the website, um, on I think it's on the first page. <coughs> there's a big button on the first page that you can sign up on our mailing list, Good. and uh, then we we will email you. Yep. Good deal. Well, thank you so very much for stopping by. Thank you for letting us play that game because it was so wonderful. Dudes, yes. It yeah, it was really a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new website, okiegeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter, and I also run the Facebook page. Devin. You can find me in the Twitterverse at Weba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. Josh. Twitter's always the best. It's Twitter's. at, no, that sounds like I'm trolling you guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's ah. at Joshua Unruh. And I'd like everybody to go check out my new pinned tweet mm-hmm. as it will direct you to a new little side project I'm working on where I will take a scholarly approach to some of the best superhero storylines. I will walk you through them and unpack all of their mysteries and adventures. And we're starting with Batman and Son. Okay. These will be live video lectures for those who are supporting the project. So you'll get to in real time hear the thing that's going on and ask me questions and whatnot, which also means you'll be part of the finished product, the finished audio product as I respond to your question. That sounds like so much fun. I love that. It's my notes are extensive. <laughs> and and they are. There is sort of a lot going on in Batman and Son. And for me, who absolutely cannot read it, I'm so excited <laughs> to read along with Josh. And uh, you can find me at KOSU Michael C. Uh, we are now on Patreon, which you can join at patreon.com slash okiegeek. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with David Thomas, Ellie Jang, Ellie Jang Will, and Will Thompson, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.